Hi, I'm Danny Elfman. This is Shirley Manson. This is Debbie Harry. This is Chris Steiner Blondie. This is Roland Orzabal from Tears for Fears. This is Billy Idol. This is Alex Ebert, a.k.a. Edward Sharp, giving the story behind the song. Hi, this is Peter Chotty, host of the story behind the song. Each month I speak to some of music's biggest artists to get the inside stories behind their most lasting and iconic songs. Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. All right. We're back in the bunker with episode 103 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that points at the world, has a laugh, points in the mirror, has a laugh, and we have live music. We're the fairest of the fair, bravest of them all. You know who we are. It's me, Jake Bushnell. I'm the co-host of this show. Let me introduce you to the host, guitar player, singer of the Dirty Heads, one half of the Roman Duddy Project. Here he is, guys, host of the show, Duddy B. What is happening? That is right. 103. It seems like 100 was a big deal, and here it comes, and now it's like 103. You're like, eh, yeah. On to the next thing. So, but yeah, 103. We've got an awesome episode here for you guys. We've got another amazing musical guest. We have Mest here. They're going to perform some songs for us. We got everyone's favorite segments. We got conspiracy queries. We've got scary stories. They have both shit their pants and they're going to tell us about it uh yeah but other than that um before we get going though i do just want to let you guys know if you've been listening to the podcast and you have been enjoying it please give us a rating over there on that apple podcast it really does help or wherever you're listening hit the su- subscribe button give us a rating it really does help and we would appreciate it and enough of that let's get going on into it um i do have some music news oh yeah do you actually have some kind of big dirty heads news right yeah. Tell everybody. I'll just get out of the way of that. Well, first off, summer tour. Wow, it's happening. We're getting back out on the road. Very excited about that. But we do have some uh, other big news we haven't really announced yet. On the 16th of June is when it's supposed to come out. We'll see. Sometimes things change. But we have a Greatest Hits album coming out. And on that album, there will be two unreleased tracks, one of which will be the song we just did with the Interrupters and Travis Barker produced and played drums on it. So very excited about that. So big news for the Dirty Heads, finally, because there hasn't been a lot of news recently. It's always been like, not much going on, but mm-hmm. things are happening. Things are moving forward. Excited about that. What about you, Jake? Uh, I don't have any music news right now. Doing an album with you. Yeah. Actually, I recorded a few more things yesterday. So, hey, so I, I guess, guess I have a little have bit. some music news. Yeah, it could be a year, though. So duh, just put it away. <laughs> Forget I even said it. Dirty Heads news was awesome. And we do have awesome guests. Yes. The songs rip. It's going to be a fun show. They've they got scary stories. They got poop your pants stories. It's the dudes from Mest. These guys have been around forever, but I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself so the listeners get to know the voices the voice. with the name. So go ahead. What's up, guys? Uh, my name's Tony. I sing and play guitar in the band Mest. What's up, everybody? My name's Adrian. I play guitar and do backup vocals for Mest. Nice. Right on. Well, thank you guys so much for coming down. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we had the pleasure of hearing them perform already. You guys were here later. It was awesome. But, you know, I mean, let's get it out of the way. What what have you guys been doing with this time off? You know, you guys released an album. Tell everybody about that. Yeah. So uh, in true fashion of the band, um, it had been 15, technically 15 years since we released a new record. So we went to the studio with Cameron Webb, recorded it. Well, initially uh, we signed with El Jefe's... uh, 
was Cybertrax, mm-hmm. miscommunication during the making of the record. And I had been in the business long enough where I was sort of like, I, I could probably do this on my own. Yeah. So bought the record back, went on Kickstarter and raised fucking way more money than we were being offered and what I had, you know, thought would happen. Um, anyways, long story short, we recorded the record uh, 15 years after the last one. We put it out in January of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then the <laughs> yep. world shut down. Wow. Perfect. So, perfect perfect thing. Yeah. Funny how that works. The hidden that marketing strategy. <laughs> I'm sure it's like, we're going on tour. We're going to yeah. promote this thing. Yeah. And then yeah, we, had a fucking, we had a great uh, 2019 too. You know, it was a good touring year for us. We did tour with Real Big Fish, Bowling for Soup, another tour with uh, Real Big Fish, Less Than Jake, Mill and Colin. Had everything going. Everything shut down. I love COVID hearing all those baby. band names too. Because that, that was exactly like my whole scene when I was in school and everything. And then yeah. I feel like, I don't know if like for mess, did, were you like not doing anything for a lot of years in there? Or were you playing uh, shows, just not putting out records? We were, I was still doing, yeah, we were still touring and doing stuff. Um, I did do a record with uh, some other guys, a mess record. Like I wrote it and everything, but mm-hmm. I had other guys come in and play. This was the first record where I had the original lineup guys okay. come out and yeah. actually plan it. It was sort of like I had this record done and I was like, yo, I think it'd be cool and nostalgic for the fans if you guys, because we would do shows with the original lineup here and they're like touring. Adrian is with me, my buddy Gary, my buddy Casey. We tour, we do videos mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But with the original guys, we'll do shows here and there, like go to Chicago and do event type shit. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, you know, I have this record. I'm going to fucking put it out. Do you guys want to come plan it? So I sort of sent them the record and I was like, learn your parts, yeah. come out. I mean, I sat in front of like my drummer, mm-hmm. Nick, and I was like air drumming at all the time, you know, like, cause you know, he'd only had do two it days. Do like this. So like, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was mostly just touring. And I was like, at some point I was like, I, I got to fucking put out some new music, yep. you know? It was in me. I was like, at some point, like I was just fucking, I had a new little baby boy at home. So I was locked up for a while. So I was just writing songs and shit. And now yep. I was like, this is a mess record. So I just love that, that all of those bands that was everything we were listening to a long time ago. Some of them kept going through and some of them stopped and yeah. they're all able to come back. And that, that scene's alive again. It yeah. is. Like 90 and early 2000s I know. punk. Oh yeah. And there's so many festivals, uh, like punk rock festivals and ska festivals being announced. And yep. it was really thriving. And then, you know, pandemic. That was the most fun music ever to me. I just feel like we were so lucky in high school. That was like a fun ass era of I music concur. for us. It was huge. I mean, that was that was all we listened to. That was I don't it. really know what music is right now, I guess, for the young kids, but I'm hoping it's that again. It Maybe is. it is. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll keep my... Like, you know, pop punk kind of, I don't want to say it died off a little bit, but it did. Yeah, you know? it did. And then now you have a lot of hip hop mm-hmm. artists putting out pop punk records, yeah. which is kind of cool. You know? Well, it's fucking cool again. It's yeah. like things go in cycles. It's so yeah. funny. Everything right. comes and goes. I think and then, the one difference though is that when I was growing up, I'm 40 now. So when I was growing up and, and discovering bands, even if I didn't like a band that was maybe in the generation before them, maybe, you know, a punk band from the early 80s, I still respected it and did my homework mm-hmm. and understood that that band influenced the band that I liked. And so they were still like listening to it and finding out the stories and learning about where essentially I was then coming from, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I question these days if some of these new bands still do that. If they go back and see, okay, well, this band, like this band, this is what, you know what I mean? Like the research and history and learn, or if they're just like, they hear a song and they're like, oh, it sounds cool. I can do something like that. And if that's the new version of pop punk or if it's rooted in any way. I see what you're saying. Sense. I wonder if it's yeah, cool you know? to know about all the old bands. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's both sides of it. There's both, right. you know. Right. There's yeah. always going to be those rad kids that have the under the shirt that For you're sure. like, you look at the shirt and you're across campus and you go, oh, they know right. what's up. Yeah. And then you end up being yeah. friends. Well, now know? I don't think you can say that because now it's like, 
it's cool. You can go to Target or uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. The, whatever shirt. Forever 21. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, the Misfits. For sure. Like, wait a minute. Do you listen to this? I think the Kardashians, I was like, this is like Pantera shirts or something like that. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. wow. like, you don't listen to that. Yeah, dude. I guess the kids are <laughs> fucked. It's up to the parents. That's yeah, where it is. Absolutely. It's up to the parents. Parents like us, you yeah. know. I don't know if you have kids, Adrian, do you? Yeah, I have a 19 year old stepdaughter. There okay, it is. Nice. You got to influence, yeah. you know, influencer yeah. and you've got a son. Daddy's got two kids. I have a son. It's up to us. Right. Yep. To show them the old For shit. Sure. I think that's what's <laughs> rad too, is like when we were touring, you had all these, you know, parents our age at the shows with their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Rocking out and like little tykes and, you know, preteens. There's, yeah, there's some generation. Yeah. yeah. No, we love happening. that. That's one of our favorite things at our show. We definitely see like families, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's great that your music could cross the generations, you know? It's, yeah, it's we're very actually cool. doing um, a video for a song that I wrote on the record called Don't Worry, Son. And I wrote it, obviously, about my son. So we have an original version of the, the video and I had fans submit photos and videos, quick clips of them with their kids. Yeah. Cause they're at that age, you know? So like we have like over 200 submissions. So we're going to do a music video of the fans with their kids. This oh, week, that's you know? awesome. That's right. I, I saw that, that on your guys' Instagram. Yeah. It's going to be cool. It, it's done now, right? Can't uh, send anymore or can you still accept I know, it's still, like, it's still actually it's still open. open. Yeah, so if oh yeah. This, Listening. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a fucking rush for me to do it, but <laughs> yeah. I'll get it done. Go to Mest on Instagram. And I think it's like the official Mest or is it Mest official? What is I think it? It's the official, the official Mest. Yeah, the yeah. official Mest. And you'll see the last couple of posts explain what he's talking about. Yeah. And hey, maybe you can be on their video. If I'm thinking of right, it's done, so it's Mest. DWS at Gmail is the email to submit. Okay, perfect. perfect. But don't quote me. <laughs> you don't so and you said that's a new song you're going to release no Not it's, on the, it's, it's on the record it's on the record yeah. from yeah. that you guys but released about a year ago video for it so i was like I, yeah i'm telling you like i get because i post a lot of shit with me and my kid i have like fans that now i'm like the therapist yeah and <laughs> yeah. I have dad's writing me all the time if they're going through like trouble with their ex or their current wife and their kids and like i had a dad write me the other day and like ask me about like his son eating solid foods and how could he, you know what I'm just oh, like? Oh, damn. You're like, I'm yeah, not a nutritionist. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, but I, I, I talked to the guy through it and I told him, hey, <laughs> he'll get there. Don't worry about it. You know, it's like, funny. Uh, some of the stuff the fans will ask you. Like yeah. my favorite is like, no, I'll, I'll get a hit up and be like, hey, I'm coming to your show. I live here. Which freeway should I take? What's the best? I'm like, <laughs> directions and shit. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Daddy's like, what the fuck? He's all 405. Yeah. Dude, like, I don't don't like <laughs> yeah. MapQuest. I don't send him a screenshot of MapQuest. <laughs> and then, so, Mest, when did Mest begin? And then I wanna get into Adrian, how you got into the band, because it's kind of a rad story, you know, that you, you were telling Duddy and I before yeah. the show. So I want you to tell that to everybody, but let's get like the quickly the full quick. history and then when adrian comes in and i want to know quick how history yeah. um first band i was ever in i was seven years old we were called fallen angels we did like judas priest and rolling stones like random nice. shit that like my dad would show us seven yeah, yeah seven years old that's rad did you sing uh, i tried to yeah. <laughs> yeah i tried to but that was me my brother and my cousin and so we sort of always just had bands growing up mm -hmm. and then got into punk rock and in like 1995 i got kicked out of school and at that point i was like fuck i got a lot of time on my hands and the old man was like, well, what are you going to fucking do, you know? And I was like, he wanted to be a musician. Like, mm -hmm. that was always his thing. You know, he ended up being a working man. Um, but I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I, I want to play music. And he's like, well, if you're going to play music, then fucking, then do it. Play music, you know? So he was always supportive. You know, we had a basement in Chicago with gear everywhere all the time. So 1995, uh, me and my brother and my cousins started Mest and then had a couple different drummers and then finally uh, found a drummer. Um, he actually joined the band because he was scared to say no. <laughs> no like joke. they're gonna beat me up if yeah, i say yeah, no. like, yeah this um, is in chicago 
Yeah. And uh, so, yes, yeah, so we started in 95 and we just like went at it, you know, like it was like we would save our money. Going, we started in the studio immediately and just started recording songs and demos and, you know, just doing everything on our own. And luckily we became the, um, we worked the scene really hard. You know, I was the kid. I feel like I almost invented it where I was like that annoying kid with the CDs, mm-hmm. handing them to band members and shit. And that's essentially how we got signed. Just pushing in Chicago as hard as I could. And we became the, the local band that was big enough that when international bands would come through, touring artists, and they wanted a big local band, we were the ones that got picked. So that's how we just kept, you know, the yeah. shit rolling. And that one of those CDs I gave away ended up getting a phone call and it was like secured a demo deal. It was literally I'll, hard I'll work. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just annoying people until yeah. somebody said, yes, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like you're knocking totally. every door until somebody fucking answers, right? Hey, I mean, man, it bro. does work. It works. Yeah. The worst they can do is just like not call or just right, say yeah. no and whatever. I mean, the crazy on. shit is that it was uh, the singer of Goldfinger, John Feldman, who's a pretty big mm-hmm. producer yep. now. He's doing fucking great, right? Um, he was playing this quick, small show at Fireside Bowl, which is a, a punk rock place on the north side of Chicago. He played the show. My friend's band opened up for him, but he had always promised me that we could open up for him. So I went to the show and I'm like, yo, dude, after the show, I'm like, you said that we could open up for you guys next time you play in town. He's like, oh, sorry, man. He's like, you got to keep in touch with me. Like Goldfinger's already had their hair in your bedroom head at this point, like doing pretty well. He fucking grabs a pen and paper and writes down his home phone number. He goes, here, keep in touch with me. He didn't know me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was just this fucking annoying kid, right? (laughs) And I kept in touch with him. I'd send him demos. And then one day he called me up at my girlfriend's house and was like, yo, dude, um, you still got a band? And I said, yeah. And he goes, all right, I'm finishing up this record in like three months. I'm going to get you a demo deal. I'm going to fly you out here and record some songs. Oh, my nice. God. And I was what like, a call. 17 or 18 at the You're time. like, no way. At my girlfriend's house, he calls me like three in the morning. And dad's <sighs> like, yo, you got a phone call. <laughs> Fucking weird, right? Um, and then, yeah, so that was pretty much how We came out, did four songs. And then a week later, Maverick signed us. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. What a rad thing. That, Damn. That like never happens. No, obviously. that's yeah, a, that's yeah. like that's a movie. So yeah. yeah. A phone a call. Thing. Holy like shit. I, I don't like even I, know how it would happen anymore. I beat the system somehow. You yeah. know? <laughs> now it's a DM. It's like my TikTok and I get right. a slide yeah. up. Oh yeah. Someone's in the DMs and I'm signed. But hey, whatever. I guess, you know, it all is just changes. But that's super rad. And what a, yeah. what a story. That, those types of stories probably, I guess, might not ever happen again anymore. Uh, no, I think they you still think people are still sending out demos and getting just, phone calls. It's a rare thing, you know. It but is a rare thing. I want to think it does still happen. You're right. You know? That makes me smile to think that. I mean, that's, that's kind of happen. what happened to the Dirty Heads in a way, you know. But that's just, a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. This is a ago, different yeah. time. Yeah, like Adrian. Oh, yeah, I yeah. want to know. Sorry, power. Because this is like a cool thing. Mest is going. Yeah, talking about things that don't really happen that are very rare. This is this is another one of those kind of rad things. How do you become you know to the point where you're playing with them? Well, so my parents got divorced when I was 15 and I moved to Dominican Republic with my dad. My dad's Dominican. My mom's German. I'm a Germanican. And uh, <laughs> I'd also go visit my mom over the summer. And uh, one summer I went, you know, to Germany. I'm chilling. And I, I would always go to the CD stores. And you can, back in the day, you could listen to the CD before you purchase it. So I'm going through and I'd, I'd heard Goldfinger, a Goldfinger song. And it was, uh, it was the, the Nine Nine Red Balloons. It came up on... Uh, MTV Germany. Yeah, and I was like, that's rad. I, I mm-hmm. love the sound of this band. It's really cool. So I went to the CD store and I'm looking at gold fin- uh, the Goldfinger record. I think it was Stomp or Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds, yeah. yeah. And uh, on the back, I'm looking at like, you know, they give credits to bands and Mess was on like, want to thank Mess. And I was like, who the fuck's Mess? So I look down the aisle and there's M Mess. And I see this CD cover of these, you know, 
punk rock dudes with a bunch of midget strippers at a hotel room <laughs> as the cover. Something that would not. It would not go down. It would not fly. fly. Nice. through the label. Oh, no my way. God. And I was like, Looking this is back, rad. Like, oh, <laughs> and I played it in the first song. I was like, holy shit, this is sick. So bought those two records. I think I bought a Pennywise full circle record and then went home. And I've always played guitar. So I started learning and I would play messed religiously in my mom's living room, sing all the backups and just rock out Goldfinger as well. And fast forward, I think it was 2013, we were playing Warp Tour yeah. uh, in Pomona. Yeah. And we're, we're on the Arnie we, Ball we did stage. A couple shows. What yeah. are, are you're in a different band? I'm assuming yeah, I'm or something. In, uh, so I sing for a band called Assuming We Survive that I started in 2007. Sweet. And um, so we're on the Ernie Ball stage, and I see Tony, my idol, in the beer <laughs> garden. So I just go up to him like, "Hey, man, big fan, love your band. I know how to play all your shit." And he's like, "Right <laughs> on, man." I was like, "Dude, we're playing the Ernie Ball stage at 2:30. I'd love for you to check us out." I was like, "Fuck no, bro." Yeah, 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 but he was really, really, he was really <laughs> bad. He was Scatter, like, kid. So, he, <laughs> so he checked us out, and then I think it was like three weeks later, you had us open up at House of Blues at Anaheim, Blues, which yeah. was also a dream come true because, like, that's one of my first DV DVDs I ever had was you guys. Um, Show must go off. Show Kung must Fu go Records off. was doing like live DVDs at the time. Yeah. Okay. Kung Fu Records, phone. dude. I fucking. Nope. Yeah. yeah. School they were dope. And so he comes into the green room. He's like, hey, man, do you want to play guitar for my band whenever Jeremiah can? I was like, fuck yeah. Yep. Dude. And I, where was the first show I ever played? It was See, that Chicago? helped when you walked up, said, I know all your songs. Yeah, I know all yeah. your shit. Put yeah. that in your head in case like, you need. Yeah. I'm like, cool, show me some shit. I forgot yeah. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> And then I think the first, I want to yeah, say the first show was probably, Chicago. I think when London was like three weeks old and we all flew yeah. home. So we flew home for a sold out hometown show in Chicago. The fucking set list is like 25 songs. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think 30 minutes before we went on stage, Tony's like, hey, we're going to add this one to the fucking set list. A newer song that I wasn't really familiar with. So I was in the green room. I was like, fucking, just hit that volume knob. Yeah. <laughs> just slide it down. Yeah, just really I was sitting it. there in the green room learning it, literally with my in-ears in, just learned this song. And then I was like, I fucking pray to God that he puts it like somewhere at the beginning of the set list. No, what does he do? It's like towards the end. So the whole set, I couldn't even have fun because the whole set, like, I'm really <laughs> visualizing how to play this fucking song that I've not fucking versed in. Yeah. And I think I only messed up like once or twice. I'm sure I did. That's too. when... Uh, uh, all the homies knocked over my my whole rig. They're all yeah. wasted on stage. Oh, this is first that? show. This is the hometown show where yeah. everybody feels they should be on the side of the stage. Oh. We oh, just, just feel like no more or on the stage. They were literally <laughs> yeah. on the stage. That was not going the entire ramp. It's like I, I always thought that started with the punk rock scene mm -hmm. where it's just oh they've got uh, we've got a hundred and fifty people on the stage. But then I would watch old shows even with the oh, rolling totally, stones yeah. and shit i'm like totally. oh they had 300 yeah. totally. just chicks hanging off the side yeah. dancing in the back i'm like oh Which it's just a rock like and roll thing on the side of the stage anyway yeah it's the mean, worst it's place all all i don't know why you want to be there besides to that's why i always tell my friends like it really is the like, worst can we come backstage i'm like why it's boring back I know, there like i know there's like, a whole wearing party going yeah. on out front all up front it's a huge party out there like backstage is Pretty boring for the most part. I know. It looked kind of cool though on the old 70s yeah. stuff because everyone's like out of their mind on drugs and they're like into the performance. <laughs> right. Now totally. it's people filming themselves. Yes. Yeah. They're yes. like just as a fan. with you in the background. Yeah. Like, it's like pay attention to the show. That's a show etiquette yes, thing. Yeah. Every is. once in a while we have a show etiquette segment where we talk about something that's annoying. That that's, is there anything you guys see yeah. at shows like from the stage and you're seeing in the crowd that you witness happen? You're like, God. We've had things uh, like groping chicks when they fall. Oh, yeah, the and then worst. guys yelling in chicks' ears trying to hit on them. Like, I, yeah, I fucking, we were sure opening it was dudes for on shoulders. Social D 
And it looked like this dude was harassing this chick. And so I just stopped the show, called him out. He was huge. He would have fucking smashed me, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I called him out and the guy was being a dick. So we had words. And then I said, fuck it. So I grabbed security, had him turn on, brought her on stage. Oh, you did that? Dang, that nice. Too. And here's the problem with this story, though. After the show, go and see the girl, talk to her for a second. She's fucking got blitzed somehow. Just wasted. Oh. And I'm like, okay, I'm not babysitting, first oh, of all. Yeah. Second of all, I found out it was her fucking brother. Oh, I mean, no. you could explain that. Like, yeah. You just, but he was being a dick, and she mm -hmm. was okay with it. And then, like, yeah. He was yeah. probably like, because she was so hammered, he was probably like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, he was actually the sensible like, one. Yeah, yeah. I did do that at another show, too. At the Aztec Theater. And then I even offered to... Get him back in. Yeah, because it was something like they were just throwing kids over. Some, something Oh, happened. yeah, he was being pretty violent. Like, younger kids were crowd surfing, you know, oh, having a good time. And he was just throwing them yeah, over the barricade yeah, yeah, with no security there yeah, to catch them. Up. You know what I mean? So I had enough like, of that. Oh, so trying to injure people. We got him out. And then his... His wife or girlfriend was mad about it. And I said, look, it, it was after the show, grab security. And I said, if that dude comes in there and he fucking apologizes and he's not going to be an asshole, I don't want to ruin the show for him. I'm like, you know, but put him in check. And security was like, no. Because he was <laughs> yeah, an asshole the out. whole way out. And uh, I said, okay. I said, well, there's your answer. Dude. Well, it sounds yeah. like you're sensible. So it seems like if you were to do that, it's because someone pretty much deserves it. I used to get kids it. back in all the time. Too. I, would, I would fucking hold down and I go, nope, I'm not playing another song until those kids come back in. Because when security would throw kids out for like dancing, I'm like, dude, come on. Like, that's what that's a fucking show. we're here for, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. But We're not punching. Yeah. Right. yeah. Just yeah. having a fucking good time. So, yeah, we used to stop shows and shit and fucking. Oh, the good old days of music. Can days. that happen anymore? I kind of don't, don't think, think so. so. The well, days of just. fucking old, they don't want to do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was like the groping thing, too. Like uh, on Warp Tour 2016, we were playing Cincinnati. We were playing in the the arena section. Slam Pack. Probably the biggest show that my band, Assuming Survive, at the time was had ever played and as far as uh, people. Yeah. And I was like, my manager's like, dude, you got to do something crazy. I was like, I'm going to crowd surf from the barricade all the way to the top of the arena and sing the whole way up. He's like, what? You won't. So I did it. <laughs> Halfway through, I feel this finger up my ass. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I look down and it's this big burly dude oh. and he's just laughing about it. So Gross. as I'm passing, I just fucking... <laughs> Took, the, took my heel and just fucking healed him in the face. Oh, the material. Extra gropey too. Yeah, it's super gropey. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But oh. I made it all the way to the top of the arena and there then you go. ran to the merch booth and so that was fun. And fuck the dude later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he definitely had a consensual sex. That guy went around just high-fiving people with He bought a shirt finger. Hell yeah. That's so funny. we haven't even got to exactly how you get into oh, yeah. the band. Huh? Oh, yeah. So I played that one show. Yeah. And then oh, we, I played we a couple did, more. I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, filling in and stuff like that. And then I was going through a divorce at the time in 2018. And uh, Tony's like, bro, I have an extra room. Do you want to move in? Because at that point, we, we were close friends. You know, yeah. we would hang out in like Fourth of July's and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and so I moved we, in. We came, well, you were right on tour. We, we did a tour in Europe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So and after World Tour 2018, I went straight to Europe to Europe with, with Mest. And then we did the tour over there. And then when we got back, I had like a day or two at home. And then we were playing a festival in Chicago with uh, Less Than Jake, Descendants, Wilhelm Scream. Is that oh, Wilhelm Scream, yeah. Wilhelm Scream. Right. Um, and it was a massive festival in Chicago. And uh, <clears throat> I was trying to get him to come out just to like tech and help out. Um, and then he ended up, the guys were like, no, we can't afford it just now. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. And then he ended up coming out anyways because- <laughs> The day I landed. He got 
served divorce papers or something. So, uh, yeah, the day I landed from. So then he came Europe. to Chicago on his so own. I literally bought a plane ticket and just flew out to Chicago. Yeah. So then he hung oh. out and. Uh, and I, like I said, I don't, I don't really do stuff with the original guys too much because it's, it's just small events type of shit. So if I'm out on the road, it's like bringing dudes that want to do it and can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of gone more that way. The last record of doing it like that was just for the fans, just to fucking have some nostalgia. But if I compared, yeah. like, if I showed you a demo to like the record, you'd be like, okay, so you re-recorded it. And that's Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, yeah, so... After I, I got back, I yeah. moved in with Tony. Yeah, and then um, that was forced. I was literally living. Yeah. I was literally living in his studio, and so yeah. like I would wake up to him recording shit, like the new record. Yeah. Like you know, uh, yeah, he's like trying to sleep hungover, and I'm like, dude, I got a record to write. Yeah, From a young boy in in a record cool store though. in Germany, and then you're <laughs> right. living together in a yeah. studio. That's <laughs> yeah, rad. Dreams can come true, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was cool though, because like for me, I've always written all the songs front to back. You know, like and. Besides, but then when you work with the producer and he comes up with some ideas and shit, but it was cool because he is a songwriter. So when I'd be fucking stuck on something, yeah, I'd be like, you hear anything? Like, give me, you know, mm -hmm. and you just give me one idea. And then you it realize when you can so write much. a song with somebody, yeah, like yeah, you helps. really can bounce shit where it's like, it takes you to that one little melody or something you hear or a word that then makes you, it opens up a whole nother fucking world. And you're like, okay. And then you get to move on. Absolutely. So it helped a lot. Dead with, End Street is a perfect example. Yeah. He was stuck on a, a chorus. And I was like, well, let's look around your room and see if there's inspiration. And he had this street sign that said dead end street. I was like, dude, what if, uh, yeah, you're saying the first line and you're dead yeah. end street. Yeah. And that's how that chorus came about. Nice. Which so is, I grew up on a dead end street. It was like our block, the crew. <laughs> you stole the sign. Yeah. Wham. Yep. Give me that. Yep. Always. I remember that. Songs that was a can, big thing. Sign stealing oh, back yeah. in the day. I remember that was a big thing. Put it up in your room. Put it up. I got I a got stop, stop sign. sign. Yeah. 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 I got caught. <laughs> You could do the, uh, so I used to steal sh shit like that. And I stole like the golf course flags, like the 150 marker, and I hung it up in my bedroom. That's big. Didn't realize that you could see it from the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Cop showed up to the door. <laughs> Woo! I, uh, I couldn't go, I couldn't be within like 900 yards, super, 500 yards from the golf course for like 90 days. I lived next door to it. Yeah, they're oh, like, you have was, to move. Yeah, I was in violation of my probation. <laughs> oh my in your God. bedroom, you're yeah. in violation. Every day. That, that is, is fucking funny, dude. It was a bit, I don't know if that, is that another nostalgia thing? Duddy and I are, I'm 41, and Duddy, you're creeping on at 40. Oh, You'll be, 40 be there this year. Yeah. yeah, we're right there with you guys. Yeah. We're all there. Yeah, I do, I don't know if that's still a thing. Do people still steal signs? Young listeners, let us know. Street signs, it represents your neighborhood. Yeah, you know? yeah. That was like the coolest thing you could do or traffic cones. And we'd ollie over them. Yeah, we're making yeah, a no, skate I park. That. that was big. That was huge. Let's get into, it's song time Let's now. Let's get into a song. It's fucking song time. What song do you guys want to have played first? Um, I do Masquerade. It's, it's, the, it's exactly the, what I was thinking. The newest single well not let me know it's i know you released it right before the we world fucking fell apart yeah. there's a videos online and everything yeah. and it's dope so here it comes messed masquerade one two one two three four Masquerade Running out of time I've been in 
in disguise Saying all the right lines I bite my tongue To hold in one more line I like what I see Maybe your life I'll try When the night is over Would you remember my name When we wake up sober Would you recognize my face my identity because I know you but you don't know me I'll never be the same I wear this mask as midnight strikes you still want me when the night is over would you remember my name when we wake up sober would you recognize my face can't carry on this masquerade much longer a painted smile inside pain grew stronger my time is running out Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Thank man, you. it feels it's so fun coming in and just get to hear live music every episode. It's the best thing. It. And we've had different styles. Like, you know, Dirty Heads are in that reggae rock world. So naturally, we had a bunch of bands that sound like that. We always will. That's like, you know, yeah. that's the genre we're in. But um, lately, we've had like, uh, we had kind of like a rockabilly almost style band. Mm -hmm. And now we've got some punk rock. It's fucking yeah. fun. We're mixing yeah. it up. I love it. Yeah, man. And you know what else I love? What do you love? This next segment, oh, Jake. It's this everybody's is it. favorite. <laughs> it's part everyone's of the show. favorite. This is. Do you want me to tell? Go ahead. If it, it's new listeners, yeah. so 
you guys all know that the person at the party that corners you this it's you guys i think because it's you told probably, me that ancient is. aliens uh, adrian said ancient aliens is like he goes to sleep to it every night there's always the guy at the party who corners you you know and then he's telling you that there's fucking plutonium under all the pyramids <laughs> and it's all leading to and he could be right we love it all he's this, also high off a bag of he's, fucking coke too he's right? a bag of coke <laughs> you know oh, yeah. the bag of coke is hanging from his right, nose right. and in between he's like the plutonium is <laughs> up in the you know and he continues and you're backing Absolutely. away with your beer and the signs aren't clicking. You got but that coke breath and the alien. He's the yes. cokey breath and he's spilling his beer the whole time. Yeah, I swear. And it's you're watching it fall. He can't wait to tell you. And then, but Duddy's not that guy. That's a conspiracy uh, theorist. Yeah. Here's the theory. Duddy's does a conspiracy query. Yes. Hey guys, have you heard of this? It's real light and fun. Yeah. Tell him again not, what I, I didn't said. Come up with this. No, I'm he not didn't. Saying I believe in this. I'm just simply asking you guys if you believe in conspiracy queries. <laughs> That's right. And as you know, what I do, I spin the globe. The, yeah, I close not, my eyes and I just put my finger down. And then wherever my finger is, I go there and I talk to the locals <laughs> and, I, and I get these stories and, and I get right down to, to the, land only like fucking 60 miles. From here. <laughs> Crazy, right? Isn't that wild? I landed in our nation's capital, Fresno. Right there where it all started for the good And this US. one is called the Fresno Alien. Uh, and Again, the not a conspiracy just a creature this is more of just it's a, more this of a creature story but it does exist yeah and it is a cons we're gonna I mean, call it it's on the internet it's on the i mean there's a very good picture of it yeah it's a uh, if you guys go to what is that backpackerverse.com backpackerverse.com backpackerverse and you can find the fresno alien picture here and uh the fresno alien is also called the night crawler and it is seen infrequently which i, I, I like yes. that, that they yeah. put that it is a goes. short humanoid creature about four feet tall and it appears to have no arms it's funny because in the picture it definitely it has, has arms, arms. they got arms. a really good picture like of it holding, right, a holding a fucking <laughs> right in front of a light yeah. <laughs> uh some say it is in fact wearing a robe oh, okay or other clothing which might point towards it not being a cryptoid at all but an extraterrestrial or a paranormal entity so wait so extraterrestrials wear robes is that a thing it's cold in fresno <laughs> it, okay yeah. it's cold in fresno you know what i don't get snoke that, has a robe i don't get the fact that it says it doesn't have arms and it clearly has two fucking arms and it's holding a small baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the listeners light you'll want to go to youtube just, to see the picture of this on friday but it is an alien shape with two arms there's no denying that four feet so definitely four sightings of the night crawler were on video including security camera footage of the creature walking through a yard i want to say that i've actually hey, seen this video i think i've seen that video oh, really? too, too. Luke, yeah. go like to the, the video little, i think you can click like, it right there yeah thing right luke's clicking we're yep. going to the video we'll have the video on our on the youtube as well ah somebody's bedroom that's a bedroom <laughs> i'm down to watch what happens in there I swear I've seen this video. I and think I've seen that. this video too. Uh, so yeah, uh, so anyway. it said that the, the, the man was creeped out while his dogs were barking frantically. He went outside. There was nothing there. But in the morning when he checked his security cameras, oh. he caught footage of this no-armed, robe-wearing, <laughs> extraterrestrial... Infrequent that appearing. Lived in Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very detailed story. A lot of the details seem incorrect, but... Yeah, huh? yeah. Like we got lots of footage of it. It's super, it barely comes out. We have so much footage. We have so it's very infrequent. In the morning, he reviewed the, the recorded footage and the legend of the Fresno alien was born.
What, dun, dun, dun. Uh, if I'm correct, Fre- Fresno is how far from here? It's, it's probably like four hours. Is it a methy right? town? Is it that far? Uh, yeah, it's like, I can't well, I think Fresno. Bakersfield is only two hours away. Yeah, Fresno's Bakersfield's like, like two, two and a half or something. Three hours. Okay, or you're right. Yeah, right? maybe. Okay, I don't so know. One of them that's up there is like the meth capital. Which one is that? Maybe I'm thinking probably of. Fresno. Is it Fresno? <laughs> probably Fresno. <laughs> if you're from there, Fresnoians are listening. Yeah, like, we're talking about there if it's where you're from. They're all, you son of a bitch, we're number three in meth. How dare you call us Riverside? Oh. Wait a minute, no, I'm kidding. You got that right. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> get that right. <laughs> yeah, keep trying, Fresno. There's always next year. So are you still looking for this video? Oh my. Okay, just give it Luke, up, Luke. Give it up, dude. We love your give tenacity. But for fuck's sake, I would have gone to YouTube, Luke. That's yeah. the first place I would. Luke is like on sites that no one's ever heard of. What did you just Google? Yeah, video. Yeah, I was gonna say at the top, Fresno video. Videos. You see up there? We're going to, let's be oh, right Luke for a few minutes know. on the pod. He's learning the internet. Wow. The Did top just... video. <laughs> this is coming to us from the Fresno B.com. Bigfoot, Chewbacca. Was that say Chewbacca? Oh, Fresno alien right there. All let's right. See. We're looking, you guys, for the listeners. We oh, are looking at a, at a yard oh, with nothing in it. Here, it. here comes a creature. Oh, I have seen this it for does sure. It's got a cape on. Yep. It's got a cape. That's Dude, a full on cape. That's ET on fucking Wow, Halloween. it kind of looks like an invisible too. creature with just something wrapped around its invisible head. It looked like a mop. He is doing this with his head. He's got a fucking real stiff walk. All right. All right. All so right. It's seen, pretty we've sweet. We've seen the I Fresno think we alien. find the guy that, that, has, that owned this video, and that's going to tell us a lot. Yeah, we yeah. Got, I think we should have that guy on the show. It does look like he's just pulling something through from a clothesline. I mean, line. I'll tell you what. It's a clothesline, guys. <laughs> I love the video. We oh, saw it. for sure coming down a line, It's right? coming down a clothesline. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah, you can see the movement. Exactly. You can almost see the hands. There just happens oh, to be a perfectly man. placed tree on the other side, right? Right here in Fresno. We've lit way. This is the most coverage Fresno's had in fucking decades. You're welcome, Fresno. It was the mayor that did it. Yeah, the mayor's going to hit us up. Yeah, we thank you guys for bringing commerce to Fresno. All right, so you guys have much better scary stories than what we just did. We just debunked our own shit. That was really weird. Yeah. So what's happened to you guys in the creepy world? You guys have something. Okay, so people that don't believe in ghosts aren't going to like this story, but I grew up with a ghost. Legitimately, you can talk to my parents. Like, I was a kid. We would uh, frequently say I lived in a a pretty small, like, 1,200-square-foot house or so, but... um, We'd all be, I'll just do like two different quick ones, but we would be all sitting watching TV in the living room and we, you would see, they would go walking past in the hallway. And what, what, just like a, just the image, just a, something, somebody walks by. Yeah. And like the whole family, I was like, fucking, I don't know, eight years old or so, like I was a kid. And we'd all just sort of, we just saw her again, you know? And then there was one time where I got up, me and my dad are watching TV in the living room. Uh, I walk out of the living room, go into my kitchen, turn the corner around the fridge, and my mom's going down the three stairs, then the steps, go downstairs, do laundry. And she was carrying a little basket with her. And I, clear as day, saw the ghost, the image following my mom down the stairs, almost as if like to help her do laundry like or some shit, right? I didn't say anything. I just walked straight, because it was the first time where I like was watching it. Walked back into my living room, sat down, just started watching TV, like didn't say anything. And my dad looks over at me and he goes, you just saw Rose, didn't you? And I was like, "You guys named her like, and everything." No. So what we found out was, oh I shit, thought we'd get this really strong perfume smell in the house. My mom mm. doesn't wear perfume; she gets headaches and shit from it. But I was in the whole house and started smelling like this really strong scent. And my dad grew up in a house across the street, <clears throat> um, so he knew the lady that had lived there, and he finally realized it was this lady Rose. 
and because you remembered her as well for perfume, so okay. we sort of just all tied it together. So wow, I, I, I it's a weird one because I saw some shit. I don't know. My dad was like slipping me some shit when I was a kid, but <laughs> I, I saw some shit for sure, like absolutely. But then, I mean, that was a scary ghost story. <gasps> I want going, that so bad. Are we going now? Here's just a scary story. How are we going? Yeah. Ghosts? Anything? Anything creepy? Alien? Any, yeah, yeah, anything? Yeah, anything creepy. Okay, this is a rough one. So. We were on tour in Japan, um, and it was the last night of tour. Um, and this is right before they made um, Happy Mush, as they call it, illegal in Japan. The mushrooms were pretty much legal at yeah. the time. They had just made it legal, so there was places that still sold them. So we picked some up. Uh, last show's over with. We all go out to eat. There's like 40 of us in this little restaurant. <clears throat> um, and it's like, the, you sure you want to do it? I'll do it if you do it. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, we take some mushrooms. Sitting there, like, I start feeling a little warm and weird. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm having an asthma attack. And I was like, all right. So I grabbed my little brother, EJ, and I'm like, yo, let's walk back to the hotel. I need to get my asthma spray. So on the same street is the place we were eating. It was the venue. Walk down 30, 40 yards. Police station, Happy Mush Place, hotel, all on the same street. We walk past, cross the street. He buys some more, like, shit for his mom. She's like a hippie. Um... She goes in the shop, buys her some gifts. We go upstairs, grab the asthma spray, walk back across the street. We're walking back. And all of a sudden, I'm just like looking and I'm like, the mushrooms are hitting. So I'm like, you know, but I'm like, is that real? And he's just like, yeah, dude, let's get the fuck out of here. And I was like, no way, dude, that's not. And so I'm like, right, like movie style, fucking zoomed in. I started walking towards it. He just walking away, I didn't realize it. And then when I got about... 15 feet away 10 15 feet away he grabs me and snaps me out of he's like dude let's get the fuck out of here so it was like a mobster neighborhood it was like fukuoka or some shit like that where like it's very heavily uh mafia and shit yeah so our brains are going he's going crazy thinking all that shit he's all scared yeah so we run back to uh let me wet my pellet (laughs) we get back to the restaurant it's like you know you're supposed to take off your shoes and like that and i was just like pushing i was like no no i gotta get in there so i walk into the group and i was like hey Kaz, because he was a translator. I'm like, hey, you guys. And everybody gets silent for a second. I'm like, yo, I know you guys know I'm fucked up, but I just found, found somebody hanged. Oh, and that's what you guys were seeing? Yeah. Someone hanging. Yeah. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. We just walked past this way, went to the hotel, came back. And so I'm like, and so it gets silent for a second, right? I'm like, oh, okay. And I hear, oh, yeah? Well, Nick just ate horse meat. And everybody starts <laughs> laughing. And I'm just like, you're like, oh my God. They're not listening. And, and Kaz looks at me and goes, are you being serious? I, I swear to God. So we went back. And <laughs> by the time we got back there, because it was real close. Yeah. There was like two or three police officers because the police station was right there. Yeah. And they're very nice. I mean, I'm sure you've been there, man. The people yeah. are just fucking the nicest culture ever. So they're like, no, 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 no. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Push them aside. Just walk up to it. And some people, a couple of people took pictures and shit which is fucked so up it was ha- it was, it was happening real. there wow. was a hanging I had to dude go back to make sure yeah because i was on mushrooms i'm like of course that shit happens when you're uh, like yeah that's when you see that shit and sure enough a couple months roll by and um i get a postcard in the mail and it, it's from my tour manager at the time ron he said merry christmas thinking of happier times and i turned it over and it was a photo of no photo. and i'm like no. you fucking asshole wow. i'm picturing a Suit and tie on the person hanging? Uh, he, he, no. No? No, he was like wearing like jumps, like a normal jumpsuit shit. He, 
It was fucked up. Wow. Yikes. It was fucked up. That's... And so like, and that was our last night there. So like, we didn't. The hotel rooms are real small there. So like, nobody wanted to be alone. So we had like ten dudes crowding. Like this. What a thing like, to see. Oh. Like, we were watching. I think we watched like Finding Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> Something to make you yeah. happy. Yeah. It was fucked up, man. Like, so that was a. That's heavy. Yeah. I That's heavy. That was Damn. not what came to my head, right? Yeah. Daddy, you're thinking, because you're like, we both looked at it. And I go, yeah. I know he's going to tell us what they were looking at. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that there was like a gargoyle statue. No, but dude, <laughs> hanging there. Dude, dude hanging. for a turn. Yeah. That's yeah. Not some shit you want oh, to All right. Well, that is heavy. Yeah. Woo, Adrian, what you got, buddy? I know you got a scary story too. <laughs> well, he's like, well, shit. I definitely <laughs> got, yeah, I got a scary one. So growing up in Dominican Republic, um, you know, Dominican uh, Republic shares the island with Haiti. So they... The Haitian uh, culture, you know, practice like witchcraft and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And uh, at the time, my dad was a really bad alcoholic, super depressed and finan financially we weren't doing good. So he hired this witch to literally like change his fortune. Right. And so one day I came home from school and my my dad uh, is in the kitchen with this lady and our I'm already smiling. Yeah. <laughs> our caretaker is like uh, he like takes care of like our horses and our property at the time. He's like um, in Spanish, he's like, you know, don't be scared about what you're about to see. Your dad's in there with so and so. So I walk in and my dad She's is like, not... yeah. <laughs> I've seen that too. I've seen that too. It wasn't good. That would be like, don't go in there. Yeah. Do not. She's changing the sport. But I yeah. remember walking in and I felt cold. And even before I got to where they were sitting and like goosebumps and I just felt super weird. And I walk in and the lady's eyes are rolled to the back of her head and no shit, like a fucking demon's voice, like a man's voice, like, like talked, started talking to me. Like, and I just remember my dad was just like almost paralyzed. And I just fucking ran out of that fucking place. And then afterwards, my dad was like, yeah, she was, you know, she was doing like a, not a seance, but like some kind of like. Sounds my very good. Yeah. That yeah. Like it, was, it was fucking scary as fuck. Damn. I was like. Damn. How old 15. 15? Yeah. Wow. Around there. What'd she say? Do you remember? I don't exactly remember what she said. She, I, I remember she introduced herself, but not as who I knew her as. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Gone. Later. Yikes. Uh, wow. I, I didn't sleep for like three days after that. I bet. Yeah, well, that's creepy as shit. Fun. You guys have had some pretty rad good, experiences. Those were good stories. <laughs> that's fucking weird. Oh, man. What? <laughs> fuck, I don't even want to tell my... Well, Duddy and I have a rad story. We've told it on the show. We've seen a dead body, Duddy. Oh, in Reno? No. Where no, was that? I don't remember Reno. I'm Fresno. talking about the one in front of our house. Yeah, in Fresno. <laughs> Who was it? I, I forget. We I heard one, somebody oh, call the, Fresno. The Fresno. We saw one in Reno. We were driving our bus through Reno, and it was just a guy was just dead on the corner, and there was like one cop there, you know, standing there, and he just was just fucking dead out, dude. and there was like blood. Like you could just tell you were like, that guy's dead. That guy's not alive. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about the the lady and the and her boyfriend that got shot out in front Ooh, of our yeah. house. Yeah, when we were yeah. kids, we've told this on the yeah. show, but it just the hanging thing reminded me of it because. Gunshots, boom, boom. Daddy right. and I didn't even really know they were gunshots. We're kids. And right. our neighbor runs over and he's like, did you hear those gunshots? Let's check it out. Daddy and I, young me and Daddy, run out the front door. There's a truck kind of pulled over to the side of the road, like a few, whatever, a block from our house or a few houses up. We run up to the truck and boom, dead girl in the front seat. Looked like she was trying to escape. She was shot up and the guy in the front seat had a bullet hole in his head. 
I think it was my first yeah. day of high school. So I so must've been 13. I was Fuck. 11 then. Because 11 and a half ish. I, rem- yeah. 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 I remember I went to high school first day. You're excited. We came home and then all of the school was on right. our corner. Cause it happened right there. The news vans were all yeah, on our yeah, corner. Yeah. yeah. But the hanging guy reminded me of that. Cause seeing can a dead person. Yeah. I can still oh, yeah. see both of the things, them. right? It just, yeah. yeah. No, I can see it right now. I can see the guy yep. in the blue jacket, like yeah. the scarf that he used. Like everything, it's fucking weird. It does, scarf. It is, that, scarf. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. Into a fence. It was, it was, oh, oh, yikes. Wow. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's a funky thing when you see like just a dead body there. It's really yeah. scary. Can I go to the bathroom? You can, yeah, go, to the you bathroom. can go to the bathroom. Hell yeah. Dirty wow. and I used to watch our neighbors watch TV. That was about as exciting as I got. Remember, we've <laughs> already told that neighbors. story too. <laughs> just fucking sit We'd there spy on our neighbor on our good friend's family from their front living room. They'd be watching TV, eating dinner. We used to we'd walk around like, with the controllers when everybody had the same controller. Oh, I loved oh, that. We'd great. hide in the fucking, and I remember sitting up on his porch, the window's right here, and I'm just literally sitting here, just changing this guy's channels. <laughs> That's and every amazing. time he would, and he couldn't figure it out. So then I had him fooled into thinking that when he would take the controller and go up, the channel would go up. Another nostalgic thing, yeah. I, you know, universal remotes. Cause every TV just uh-huh. had a little remote. I, do you remember the kid that would come to school with the universal remote? Oh, yeah. Get oh, it yeah. linked up and oh, fuck yeah. with the teacher. Oh yeah. Golden moments. That's funny. Go- I totally forgot about that. Uh, Wheeling the TV down the hallway. Yep. Can uh, get the TV from yep. room? <laughs> that was a good day. That was, that was I'm a good so day. happy that I'll get to remember that. It's all computerized shit from yeah. here on out until, yeah. unless something you know gets really crazy and we're oh, back to man. like carving in sand or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's all computers. You kids are bummed, man. We had to do stupid shit. Like yeah. change people's TVs. Man. We really had to work hard. I remember getting up and changing the channel on the TV. Oh, yeah. we had I that. have that memory of being really young. And we actually had the- um, Clack, you gotta yeah, get up the, and do it. The button was broken, so my dad took like a wrench and put it to it permanently, so then we would turn it with a wrench. Yeah, up. dude, I've seen channels. some wrenched up oh, remotes. Yeah. Or the freaking projector screens like, with the with the clear paper, and it like put it oh, up on yeah. the wall, and you oh, yeah. draw on oh, it. Yeah. Overhead projectors. Those yes. are gone. Right? Right. Overhead projectors. Those are gone. That's, That's gotta be gone. I don't know. I haven't been to school for a long time. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. I can't but, wait till my son goes to school. It's just going to be a whole different world. Oh, oh my big goodness. Tech. Well, um, you but guys, let's get into another song. Let's do another song. Yeah. All right. We did uh, masquerade. What's up? What's next? We could do, uh, let's do drawing board. Drawing board. Drawing board. All right. Let's get into it. Try to erase all the pain from that time 
just break it up And I'm breaking down And now I'm headed out of this fucked up town Cause I spent days and nights In my bedroom Trying to write The perfect song to sing to you Write a song a day The band won't like it anyway I'm back to the drawing board With the words you've heard a million times before In your head So love me So I can be myself again Now hate me So things seem normal in my head I'm trying To break away this ball and chain So hate me Seem normal in my head Things seem normal in my head Cause I spent days and nights in my bedroom Trying to write the perfect song to sing to you I spent days and nights in my bedroom Trying to write the perfect song to sing to you Write a song and say she won't like it anyway I'm back to the drawing board with the words You've heard a million times before In your head I am dead Alright, this week's episode of Feeling Good with Duddy is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the undisputed champ in men's below-the-waist grooming. And they just happened to send us a couple of their newest lawnmowers 4.0. These things are amazing. They feel great. You take it out of the package, you feel like you really got something special. And speaking of special, Father's Day is coming up. That's right, ladies. If you got someone special out there in your life and you do not know what to get him, is there a better gift? I don't think there is. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. This thing is amazing. Jake, I know you've been trying it. What's yeah. some of the things you love about it? Okay, I'm a barber, guys, so I know a good pair of clippers in when it's in my hand. And I put this thing to the test. I took it in the shower because it says it's waterproof. It is. I, I want to make sure it is. It certainly is waterproof. It does have an LED light on it. So wherever you're shaving, there's a little light. I turn the lights off in the shower. I said, if I'm testing this thing, I'm testing it in the dark. <laughs> if it's a zombie apocalypse, I want to groom. Yes. I'll groom the zombies as long as the batteries last. And it's a long lasting battery. Used it multiple times already. So it works everywhere there. Probably my favorite feature is a little simple one. It has a lock on it. So if you're traveling, it doesn't accidentally get uh, turned on. That happens. And then you try to shave, no battery. You just click the button three times, pam, 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 it's locked. And yep. then you got to do a triple click to unlock it. That was kind of my favorite thing. I just thought that was super smart. The clipper's great. It didn't pinch at all. It's powerful. I'm perfectly shaven. It's waterproof. The light works great. I can't say enough. And it is Father's Day. I can't imagine a better thing. It's kind of the gift that's for the wife 
and the husband or the yes. husband and the husband. Yeah, either way. Either you know way. What? Like he said, it's a gift, not only for him, it's a gift for you as well. It's a gift for both of you. And right now, go and get 20% off and free shipping with code DuddyB at manscaped.com. That's right. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code DuddyB and unlock your confidence and always use the right tool for the job with Manscaped. All right, here we go. First and foremost, Koi CBD. We love this product. We love this company. They've been with us since day one. I use it every day. You've heard me talk about it. I take the drops in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. I love the way it makes me feel. I get aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers all the time from just playing guitar a lot, playing sports. I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers, but I've noticed it happens a lot less since I've been on a steady diet of Koi CBD. And um, even though it happens less, it still does happen sometimes and when it does they have so many amazing rubs and creams that you know you can just put on it's one of those things where you rub it on you don't think about it 20 minutes later you're just like wow it doesn't really hurt anymore it's awesome and it's much healthier for you than over-the-counter pills so if you are out there you got a bunch of aches and pains and you're looking for a healthier way to get rid of them give cbd a try give koi cbd a try it is the best and if you go to koicbd.com and you put in code feel good at checkout you will get 15 percent off your first order that's right also, plug-ins keychains, awesome product, guys. They have a product called the Jack Rack. What this is, this is like a, a replica to a guitar amp head. They have Fender, they have Marshall. They look amazing. They're not big and bulky. You hang it up on your wall and it comes with four keychains and has four quarter inch cable input. So you put your keys on it. You got a little quarter inch cable keychain now on your keys. When you get home, you just plug it right into your amp. And when you're gonna go anywhere, you know exactly where it's at. It's on your Jack Rack that's on your wall that you got from pluginskeychains.com and that is with a z and it is plural that is p l u g i n z keychains.com pick up a jack rack put in code duddy b at checkout and you will get 20% off of every order for the rest of your life jake you heard it here people all right thank you guys um as i said before at the very top they had some scary stories jake but they also they have some poop stories so we're just gonna get right into it so who wants to go first <laughs> you gotta take the lead on this one okay i got some fucked up shit but i'll wait <laughs> warp tour 2018 i think it was orlando and it was it was super fucking hot anyways and like uh but you know, when you're on like festivals and if you're there early, you want to get to the porta potties before anyone First. else does, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. So they had these lineup, probably like 12 porta potties in the middle of this field. So I'm like, fuck yeah, it's like eight in the morning, no one's around, it's still hot as hell. So I go to, this, to the first porta potty there, you know, locked door, handling my business. All, all of a sudden I hear, oh no, oh no. I don't think much of it. You know, I think they're maybe they're loading like, barricades or something you pre-gamed it too early (laughs) it's starting to get closer (laughs) next thing i know you know how like they have the vents up on top oh yeah i see the porta potty next to me go up no 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 fuck oh fuck so (laughs) like i'm like trying to poop as fast as i can and then all of a sudden i hear it coming no i literally pinched but as i pinched i opened the i opened up the door i pinched and i fucking tripped and i 
I shit the rest of myself. You ch- oh, as, as I'm falling. going out, and then the fucking the 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 guy the guy you? driving the fucking little thing was just dying laughing. Oh my god! And I had to like fucking mosey on back to the bus. Uh, and like, that's amazing. And there was no showers. So I had to get like the monster can waters. Oh, the monster can waters. waters. <laughs> like, hey, Luke will tell you those, those are twenty eight. 28 bucks? 28 bucks online for those that was a water can. For a can. Why? A can. I guess because they you can only get them if you're yeah. a touring band or whatever. Yeah. So people want them. So that was like fucking it's a collector's stock back thing. in the day. Like if you find a good early stock. Yeah. You could have saved those and then you could have sold them. Yeah. yeah. Weird, man. Weird. Well, now you have liquid death and that yes. could have been your yeah. your well, doge. You so, missed the Doge. The Doge. <laughs> the Doge. I have a little bit of Doge. A little Doge. <laughs> I, I, but the fuck are things I told other people to buy and I didn't. Oh, now yeah. Now they're making a bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally was like, do this. And then I didn't. <laughs> oh, but, uh, <laughs> then I didn't. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. He's like, you got to get into Doge. Didn't yeah. even get into Doge. And then I didn't do it. Because I didn't, my, my, my accounts don't buy crypto. They buy like real stocks. But, um. Yeah. So, shitting story. This is a good one, too. Because <laughs> uh, I had this ex-girlfriend. This is from when I was, like, fucking 17, 16 or 17. Um, randomly just wrote me, too, like, a couple days ago. Because somebody posted, an, like, a, a song from one of our first records from, like, Chicago, our DIY records. And this person writes, oh, that's my song. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And I wrote back again. No, like, that was really my song. You wrote it about me. And I was like, what? And then she's like, this is Tracy. And I was like, oh, okay, from when I was, like, fucking 16. So... <clears throat> I got kicked out of school <laughs> when I was like 15. So I never had to worry about prom or anything. But then I started dating a girl who was in high school and we had to go to prom. Uh, and so, which that was a weird story too, because we took mushrooms before we went to that. So that was fucked up. <laughs> so we come back from the night and uh, she lived like maybe like an hour from my house. So it was really late by the time we got home and the parents were like, he can sleep for a little bit. But then he's got to go, you know, we're like 16, 17 years old. So they yeah. don't want, you know, kids sleeping over at this point. So I wake up around four in the morning and I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking jet and cruise home. I got I'm in my mom's Lumina and start cruising home, solid 45 minute drive. And I start like feeling my stomach start to rumble a little bit. And I was like, fuck, man, like the mushroom shits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I can do this. I, I can make it. I can hold it. So I'm driving and. I'm still way too far from home. Like there's <laughs> no way I'm going to make it. Like I have a solid 30 minutes left and I could like, you could hear it. Like it was like, like a seemed like a joke out of a movie where like you'd hear the stomach rumbling like <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going and I'm like, fuck man. I'm like, uh, maybe if I just let out a little bit of fucking gas, like it'll relieve Cause it was painful too. I used to have like fucked up stomach when I was a kid. I go to let out just a little bit of fucking air to relieve <laughs> the pain. <laughs> And it, and I'm not exaggerating. It was like it was like the dam just fucking oh, open. You no. can't. And there was nothing I could do. I'm driving <laughs> oh, 70 miles an hour, no. just shitting myself. <laughs> and it was like full liquid. Just you know, it's, it's oh, worse. It. So I just rented a seat in your mom's car. Here's the thing. Okay, so oh, that's semi part yeah. of the story. So. I'm driving, and then I come up. There is this little uh, drive-off thing where they have like restaurants above and stuff. So I see that area and I fucking pull up in there and I'm like, I can't get out of the car and go like in the bathroom and properly. Cause I'm, it's just a mess. I'm fucking covered in shit like <laughs> covered. And so all I can do is I take my pants off, take my underwear off, use my underwear, which is already heavily covered. <laughs> you do like one swipe to the ass. 
just like drop it out the window and there's yep. like truckers everywhere and shit pull the pants up to my ankles right here and just got to do the rest of the ride but i'm still like nothing else i can do right so i'm like all right i'm in the clear i just got to get home and take care of this <laughs> i'm about two miles from my house on this long road home and it starts happening again oh no, oh, no. And no. i just when i got no one around my my Adidas like jumpsuit pants are like up to my knees and it's like oh. dick and balls just covered, just <laughs> driving. And there's one right turn I know I can stop at real quick. And this is like four in the morning, so I'm like, we're good. Like I know no one's down the street, like no, a lot of cars goes yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, turn it, slam it in the park, open up the door, holding onto the seat still, like ass out of the car like this. <laughs> oh. And I'm just shitting and four in the morning, no cars around. All of a sudden, I look to my right. Here comes a fucking car. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> lights and up. I just jumped into the car. Fucking Spring. Took, yeah, just took off. And all I can think about at this day, too, is like, whoever was driving at four in the morning <laughs> takes a right on the street. And it was like the Fresno guy. Like, when he should, <laughs> right there, like, just sees a, like a 17-year-old kid with his door wide open just shitting in the just middle of the street. Yes. Jumps back in the car. Goes off. Even if they didn't know what was happening, as soon as I drove off, and it was just a pile of shit on the ground. They were just like, I just drove up on some kids shitting. So I go home, get in the house. I showered with my clothes on because I was like, I have to clean this. <laughs> Told my mom the story and I cleaned up as much as I could. But oh. then I think I left like a small little piece of poop like on her. She had like a car seat for the cover thing. And I never heard the end of it. She was so pissed. I'm like, mom, I shit my pants. My mom was mad at me. And I'm like, this is the worst. Like, what you the think fuck, your dude. day sucks, mom? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You have one little poop kernel. Yeah. 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 Everywhere. Right. I sat on it, mom. Yeah. Like I so could, much for unconditional somebody love. Somebody watched you doing this in the middle of the road yeah. at four in the morning. You, yes. I guess when you, so that's a thing for people then. If you're driving, if you're listening to this and you're driving and you do see something like that, like don't get mad think of yeah, the like, night that right. that person's having <laughs> right. i didn't God, want to pull over and shit no in the middle of the road. wants that yeah last that's, option yeah that's the worst case oh. scenario there's even shit in the car for a second time police officers <laughs> even like i know if it's Dude. just someone on a corner no car and they're shitting yes arrest them all yes, day right. you know fucking whatever you're taking a piss man you gotta oh, i man. travel with and you can in my car i have um from the hospital, the thing that you piss in, little plastic. I just talked about that. I have one in my yeah. van. It's outside. I use it. It's yep. the most used thing in my life. I'll put it in cruise control. <laughs> my wife will hold the wheel and I'll just like put my dick in it and then just fucking, then we can keep going. Dude, wow. I haven't done that yet. That's yeah. rad. You're like on another level. I pull over and. It's multiple use too because we were going to the Angels game and my son decided he had to piss and I was like, dude, like we're on the highway. We're cruising, man. So she crawled in the back. He stood up out of his seat, pissing him. We just kept going. Boom. Bam. Very Maybe good. I got to invest in one of these it's things. Good. It's pretty cheap, man. We need We're going to see the opening the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The what? For the RV. What? We need one of those. Oh, yeah. That's I have one. Yeah, then you don't yeah. have to stop. I mean, the same yeah. There you go. We never stop anyways, to be fair. Like our trash can is literally full with like piss bottles. Piss bottles. Oh yeah. wow! We, <laughs> we're like, like we're going, we're on the road. We're on we the use the bathroom for like storage and shit. So I'm yeah. like, dude, we've all traveled in vans. We know, just hold your piss until mm -hmm. yeah, until you're trying to piss in the fridge like I was doing. Oh my god! Oh okay, quick story, real quick. Uh, we're in. I don't. This is this is, could be a new segment. We're in Eugene, <laughs> Oregon, and we were partying really fucking hard. And, uh, well, we always party pretty fucking hard. We drink pretty. It was, no, it was it was because so I have my back's all fucked up so. I, I popped out, uh, like if you have a herniated disc, it goes to one side. I 
fucked up my back and it was going out both ways. So I mm -hmm. couldn't walk for an, it was right before the Miller Cullen tour and I, I couldn't walk. But I was like, I have to do the tour, like the record's coming out. So I was <clears throat> self-medicating because I, I, I have chronic back pain, but nothing was working. So I was doing little uh, cocktails. Yeah. But like 30 years old, smart enough, like I'm mean, 39, whatever. But I would write shit down every day. So I knew what I was taking at what time in case yeah. I accidentally did overdose. Like we had Narcan. I take each other paramedics. Like I was being smart, but it was the only way that I could actually Yeah, it function. was pretty bad. Like yeah. I can't believe you did in the tour. I was dying pain. And by mixing a little bit of booze with the pain pill, it would actually make the nerve go numb and I could actually stand up and move. But it was a reset every day where all of a sudden like they would go to get food and I had to like, I had a wheelchair. Like you an know? old man, like I couldn't walk yeah. in dying pain. Yeah. So it was one of those nights where I didn't balance it out so well. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember any of this. I just so know the stories. We, Tony and I would sleep in the back <laughs> bed and then all of a sudden I, I hear Tony climb over me and he opens up my closet or the closet. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? He doing I realize he's about to piss in the closet. I'm like, Tony, 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 that's not the bathroom, buddy. And he's like, what? I was like, that's not the bathroom. So he closes the closet door and then he goes to the fucking fridge, opens up the fridge. I'm like, Tony, this is not the fucking toilet. <laughs> you don't even pee in the RV anyway. So I don't know why I was thinking of doing that. And he like climbs that over, answer. I think, I forget who's like laying on the floor. Climbs over and I had to hold him outside the door and he's just, do the biggest spray. Oh yeah. As you're door. driving? No, we no, were stopped. We were oh, luckily, exactly. just, yeah, so. I fell down then. Yeah. That was when I fell on my back. <laughs> the biggest even spray. Worse, yeah, too, like, it doesn't help. Yeah, no. like I fell completely on my back and like. Yeah, that's so pretty gnarly. Like, I remember, but. I can't believe he even did that tour. I mean, there was days where he would just be. I couldn't move. Bawling and and you, you would have to like, I'd have to time it where like the, the drugs and the booze would, would numb me but I was still stable enough to play the show. Yeah. Because yep. there was a fucking crossover point. Oh, obviously. Yeah. No, obviously. Yeah. You had a 45 minute window to yeah. fucking yeah. knock out <laughs> a good real, show. Dude, for yeah. real. But it was, you know, it's and not then, the first time I've experienced that. And then the shit, day so. we got home, I yeah. went to the bar. Oh, here's a, here's a good story. Do you want some good stories? So <laughs> keep it rolling. So, 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 yeah. we're, so we're driving home. So I only drank on the medication because it would make me go numb. So then we're driving home from our last show. So it's like a, we're from Seattle. So it's like a, a day drive full. I flew you know. home. Yeah. But yeah. And so cruising home, taking my medication, using like, what is it? CBD shit, like trying everything, you know, but yeah. not drinking. Cause I don't fucking need to get home, go over to uh, my girlfriend's place and laying there in bed. And then the pain starts catching up to so take a little bit more medication, not drinking. Nothing worked, like the pain had gone too far. So we ended up in the hospital because I was like, I, I can't do this. Like I was so fucked up. Yeah. And so they give me like, uh, what is it? Like a shot of uh, Dar, what is it? Some real strong Darvacet shit. Darvacet or Dar something, what is it? Darvacet, I think is a pill. Um, okay. Dem Demerol? Demerol. Demerol, yeah. Some real strong shit, right? Yeah. Give me another shot of it, nothing. And I go, and they're like, we can't give you any more pain medication. I'm arguing with the ladies. I'm like, I don't want pain medication. I want the pain to go away. I'm like, give me some like fucking anti-inflammatories. Like this, the swelling in my back is fucking killing me. So one point they're just being dicks. And I know I'm fully being judged, right? I show up at three in the morning yeah. covered in tattoos, like. Asking for a pain med. Right. You know, like I, I'm like, I, I get this. I go, but look at my record. I, my back's all fucked up. You can see my medical history. They're being assholes. I'm like, fuck it. You know what? I <clears throat> get dressed get in the wheelchair and I'm like, she starts wheeling me out. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going home. I'm like, you guys won't do fucking anything for me. Mm -hmm. I go, I'm done. All right, no, they're like, you can't, if you go home, nothing's gonna happen. I said, well, I'm not, I'm gonna go to another hospital. I think then they were sort of like, well, if you go to another hospital, we're gonna get in trouble. We're gonna look bad. Yeah. So, oh no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna give you something. 
And I'm like, okay. So wheel me back in. This different nurse walks in and she's like, all right, Anthony, I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to give you some ketamine. Which I know they're like, I don't know, like Corey Feldman used to party with her or some shit. Mm. That's uh, like, I had some friends that used to do that. Yeah. yeah. And, People were doing that for sure yeah, back when right. we were in high but school, like, I feel like. Yeah. And I was like, this is like, I, I've heard <clears throat> about this stuff, not in the medical world, but in the other fun world. <laughs> and uh, so she slammed it. Like, you know, like with the pain meds, the lady was going out slow. And so she fucking gives it to me. I'm sitting up and she goes, okay, Anthony, how are you doing? And this is all I remember is I just go, uh, I'm not, I'm not doing good. I'm going down. And then I was out. And then, so she, and then this is, then my wife told me the rest of it that she's doing this, yelling in my face and shit, and I'm just fucking out. And then she, she thought that I was dead, which I did. But <laughs> so <clears throat> she goes, I first figured out that something was wrong when I saw the nurse's face and the nurse was like, doctor. And so then she ran out of the room and they're yelling and the room got filled. They wouldn't even let her back in. They brought in like the defibrillator. So they overdosed me on ketamine. Wow. And I'm just like, I just want a little bit of pain to go away. Yeah. I ain't trying to fucking party fucking Corey Feldman style. I'm just trying to fucking. They got you this. a new nurse who just said, oh, you're partying tonight. So when I, when I came to, uh, it was nothing but apologies. And wow. Like, that whole thing. But I survived. But you wow. think you died a little bit? Time. Dude. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into that. <laughs> I fucking. When I came to you, I talked to my wife about this. The first thing I said was, where's my son? Where's my son? I, I, when it was happening, it was, I left the room. I saw the rest of the hospital. Right? Eventually, they, they took me to go get a CAT scan. When they took me on that path, I was like, this is the path that I already took. And I asked my wife, I go, have I left the room yet? And she's like, no, you haven't left. And it was like, I was being taken out. Everything was like weird and orange and all this shit. And I'm just going, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Am I dying? Where's my son? Where's my son? Like fucking losing it. And so when I woke up or came to whatever, they, they gave me all this shit to like reset Wake it. You up. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember looking at her and being like, where's my son? And my dad and my dad like freaking, I'm like, I don't want to die. She's like, you're okay. You're okay. And she's like, Oop. it's safe to say, she's like, you can't do ketamine anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, it was a teachable moment. Yeah. Was like, I feel like, yeah, I had, I left the, I fucking dude. I went somewhere else. Like I crossed, yeah. I know it's a party drug, but like the fact that I knew the hospital without ever yeah. seeing it was a little fucking weird to me. So you're like, maybe I fucking yeah. floated away. I think, a bit. I, I, think I rode that like line. Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, might, I think I might have fucking seen what it was like. I didn't like it. I was, wasn't ready. Like, no, I was I'm like, not ready. Yeah. I was like, I got a little boy. I want to hang out with him. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here to hang yeah, out with yeah. the boy. Thanks. And we're glad to have you on the show. And then um, we have another song. Let's get one more song. And then after the song, we're going to, we have some Q&A from our Patreon members. Guys, if you do enjoy the show, you want four extra episodes every month, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. You can sign up there. It's five bucks a month. Uh, you also get guitar tutorials. I do guitar tutorials for Dirty Head songs over there every month as well. So if you want to help the show out and get some extra cool content, head on over to patreon.com and sign up. But uh, yeah, let's get into another song and then we'll hit him with some Q&A questions. You got it. What's the third song? Third song is going to be the song we usually end with. So uh, it's called Brohem. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called Rooftops. Rooftops. Right on, rooftops. Here, Here we, we go. go. One, two, one, two, three, four.
at the broke street lights Some of those lonely nights I didn't know if we would make it through Staying up till 5am Watching the sun come up again I'd do it all again if I could So if I call, will you be there? Yeah. Up on the rooftop, listening to punk rock, nobody believed us. This could be our one shot, that was all we had. The nights that we wasted got us through the days that seemed never ending, always in a haze. But we just didn't care. No, we just didn't care. That we could go Staring at a world we didn't know Wondering if this was all we had Forty ounce intoxicated dreams And all our faded memories That's what made us who we are today So if I call, will you be there? Listening to punk rock, nobody believed us This could be our one shot, that was all we had The nights that we wasted got us through the days That seemed never ending, always in a haze But we just didn't care No, we just didn't care Listening to punk rock, nobody believed us This could be our one shot That was all we had Up on the rooftop Listening to punk rock, nobody believed us This could be our one shot That was all we had The nights that we wasted Got us through the days that seemed never ending Always in a haze, but we just didn't care Right on. That was awesome. Thanks again, guys, for coming down, playing yeah. some songs for Thanks us. For having it's us. been fun. Yeah, man. And uh, also... Before we even get into the Q&A, huh? just where can they... F is there anything you guys want to plug? Like, uh, We talked about the new video at the beginning, right? So mm -hmm. if you want to submit 
you know, stuff with your son or daughter, any sort of family photos uh, for that video, you're welcome to do it. Um, and then we are releasing, yeah, I really haven't even talked about this, so this is a good one. Um, we're going to release uh, like a six, I gotta, I'd have to do the math, but like a six song EP, mm -hmm. uh, maybe mid to late summer. I was going to, should have been recording it by now, but I fucking broke my hand, so I put off studio time and shit like that. Um, it's going to be like five or six new songs, Masquerade Acoustic, and then we have a song called These Streets that's on the record, but we redid it um, and Mod Sun sing on the bridge. So it's just like a nice. different version of it. Um, so we are going to be releasing some new songs. Um, and then all the videos are on our uh, YouTube page, which I don't even know that it's like messed music probably sounds right. Um, <laughs> and then we have a merch page too, where we're still selling like our vinyl and we have like three different vinyls and shit like that. So if you haven't heard the new record or you haven't heard us at all, yeah, please still listen out. to some fucking music. Also yeah. June 18th. Is it 18th? It's one of those days. Somewhere yeah. around June. Whatever the Friday is of that upcoming weekend, June 18th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to do a live stream. Okay. Full right. band live stream. Yeah. That we, that that we did cool. a couple months ago. We're going to do another one. But we're going to do Destination Unknown front to back. Which oh, is nice. One of our nice. Records, so. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I just told him just now. And then... Um, <laughs> he, just found, he just found out. I just found out right now. Yeah, that's cool. I like that record. You got Sweet. two weeks. I got two weeks yeah, to learn that <laughs> Shit. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> and then if you want to, check out Assuming We Survive as well. It's... Uh, yeah. You guys are doing a new record right now too, right? Yeah, we're we're four songs away from finishing our new record, so Beautiful. pretty stoked on that. And then, yeah, nice. We'll have links to all you yeah. guys' stuff yeah. in, the, in the description below and whatnot. But let's get into it. Here's some questions from our Patreon members. And first, it's Maui Wowie. Questions. Ask us any question you want. He said, "Sup, dudes." Did the Duffer Brothers ever contact you about the Upside Down song slash video? Uh, are the, I'm assuming those are the directors of Str uh, Stranger Things? Duffer That's Brothers? What I, I felt like I'd heard that name I'm before. I'm assuming that, right? Duffer yeah. Brothers? Is that what that is? Let's, let's assume that that's what they... Oh, yeah, that's, that's got to be them. There they are. Uh, yeah. Netflix, Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, no, they never contacted us, but I sure ripped the shit out of their concept, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> And then he says, what's your favorite kind of burrito? Escondido has some good ones. That's a little inside joke from our uh, Patreon show we do, but you guys have a favorite kind of burrito? All, all meat, baby. Oh, yeah. All yeah. meat. All meat. Mine is Chile Verde. Chile Ooh, Verde Chile ball. Verde is good. I'm on that keto lifestyle. Nice. Oh. Uh, Jake Lapointe says, uh, Mest was one of my favorite bands when I was in high school. You guys dabbled with some reggae sounds in your albums. Have you ever thought of putting out a reggae EP? Glad to hear you're still making music. Um, Actually, yeah, like over the past fucking 15 years in my brain, it's been a constant like, I just, I mean, I love, love reggae music, so I've always, and it is in like, <clears throat> I could show you guys some shit that like, you'd hear like every record, we always have a couple different songs, but we yeah. have definitely influenced by like the clash and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, nice. I grew up fucking loving reggae music, but I've always thought about actually doing a full, uh, a full reggae record. Nice. Just haven't done it. Well, I've it's not too it. late. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Scissor and Sarah says, just listen to 10 of your songs in a row and your music does not suck. What's the inspiration for the name Mest? Oh, uh, that's an old one. Um, <laughs> but for people that don't know this, real simple, I was 15 years old. <clears throat> uh, we were trying to come up with a band name. Bush was already taken, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. which was the other shitty beer besides Milwaukee's Best. Uh. So we took the M from Milwaukee, put it over the B. There's a band name. 
All right. Oh. And found out uh, another fun fact. Andrew WK, remember him? Party yeah, hard guy. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. He's banging one of the two broke girls right now. Or they're dating. I shouldn't say banging. Dating. Um, they are banging. They, but yeah. Rumor has it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I met him in an elevator at a festival show once, and we introduced ourselves to each other. And he goes, "Oh, you're from Mast." He goes, "Dude." He goes, "That project before it was called Andrew WK was going to be called The Mast," and he had a character drawn up and everything, and then they had to scratch it all because. Ah, we had already taken it. Was it was taken. Yep. Got it first. Yeah. Take and that, we're not Andrew. Scientologist either, by the way, if anybody knows that reference. Oh, really? Is that a thing? MEST is a thing that they use like matter, energy, space, time. So uh, we get that all the time. And I'm like, fuck no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jesse Rule says, I sing what the dealio all uh, the time. Scratch it. <laughs> yeah. Not are there a any, fan are there of what any the dealio- songs that ended up being uh, hits that you didn't expect. I'm guessing that one. <laughs> first of all, that wasn't a hit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a terrible. Okay, so here's my explanation for that horseshit song. Um, so you ever listen? Like Offspring does this a lot, where they write those gimmicky fucking songs. Yeah. They become massive songs, totally. right? Mm-hmm. Or like No Effects has these weird jokey mm-hmm. yep. songs, right? That's what I wrote the song as, right? Not as a representation of the band of like who we are, but the fucking label hears it. They do what they do. Yeah. Give it to K Rock. Kevin Weatherly was like, "This is a hit. We're playing it now." We weren't even going for radio at the time. Yeah. So we were like three weeks out from even servicing our first single. Starts playing the fucking song. 50% of people love it. 50% of people hate it. I'm on the hate side. And <laughs> Oh, uh, that's got to feel weird. It fuck, well, what it did was it, it ended up, people don't realize the damage it did. Because at the time, it was 1999, 2000. So they saw the dollar signs yeah. in the fucking smash mouth, sugar egg yep. shit. And was like, we can get this to top 40, blah, blah, blah. And so what happened was then people thought that that's who we were. Mm-hmm. So I then had to tour for two or three years straight, put out more records and show people what type of band we were. Yep. So it was actually like, you know, we had to do damage control in a way. So like people don't understand the reason why I don't like that song is because of what it essentially did where like people thought that that was. That's who you were. Yeah. Yeah. I get so that. If, that it, was if a, it was just a funny song on a record, you'd probably right. like it. You'd be like, yeah, that yeah. was us having fun. But you're like, oh, fuck. Right. That's the yeah. one that they thought was us. Yeah. And now I forget what band it was. God dang it. It was like a 90s band that had a super. Oh, I think it was. It was more than words. Yeah, there's Hoobastank too with their like so more than words. Yeah. Yeah. That band it was like a hard rock yeah. band, yeah. I guess. But that was their one song yeah. like that. And they're like, bro, it kind of, it's a fucking great, <laughs> it's a great song. song. Right? It's like yeah. amazing song. Absolutely. But it, I guess it was almost nothing like uh, anything else they did. And yeah. whammo. There you there go. That. You never know. So I just did yeah. that song karaoke last night. You did? Oh, it's a nice. fucking banger. I mean, hey, that's song. a great song. But All right, funny, I love the honesty. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's that's radical. Last question here uh, from Scissor and Sarah again before we get out of here. So thanks again, guys, for listening. Wait, you you skipped skip over something? B Flobble. I mean, this is just a normal oh, question. Sorry, I didn't, okay, Captain B Flobble says, "What's your favorite thing to do to relax? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's the best thing to that's, do. That's, that's probably the best possible. I'd say jerk off, but that's not, it. that's <laughs> that's not relaxing. Relax is after." That's Mind only in this episode. <laughs> That's not relaxing. <laughs> That's stressful. Yeah. Uh, mine would be riding my motorcycle. Riding your motorcycle. Yeah. Nice. That's relaxing. Dude, also stressful if for me. <laughs> also yeah. like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Then Scissor and Sarah wants to know what's your favorite hairstyle? Or what's your favorite punk hairstyle? What's your favorite punk hairstyle? Mm. Scissor and Sarah. Can we, can we click on our page and see the age of that person? 
Yeah, oh, she's uh, one she, of our best she, yeah, ever. She's she a long is time listener. She's the she's the she's legend. She's from Florida. She's a oh, uh, look at her feet. She's a she's a she's a, she's a sex girl. She's a sex person. Okay, so you're in like all weird kinky. Oh shit yeah, she's a like... kinkstress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. There they are. That's okay. their. That's Here. the couple of the, that's the power couple right there. Scissor and Sarah and the carpet munchers that's got her amazing. back to us with the peace sign. We're in Florida awesome. quite often. Come out nice. to the show. You there go you go. See Max next time we're in town. Fuck, we, dude. We a healthy, thick show. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a Mohawk. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah. Mohawk. Adrian. Same. I feel like I've like took Ellen's hairstyle before she had it. <laughs> <laughs> You've been running that hair the whole way through. I got nothing else. The whole way through. I got nothing else. It fucking works. There it is. If you're just listening and you haven't, I mean, I haven't seen Tony. It's like spikes everywhere. It's it's just it's bedhead. It's fucking gnarly bedhead. Yeah, there you go. You got the answer. There it is. Spiky would be the one. All right, dude. Another banger. Episode 103. Boom. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Peace.